You're a... a teacher? I suddenly remember my Charlemagne. Get together, yes. Hold on to your butt, Slack. Part time. All right, this is episode three of Hold On To Your Butts. Uh, I'm Lee, I'm your co-host Lee. And I'm Joe. Hey. <laughs> and uh, we up? have a guest today. We have, a, we have a guest. Hello, my name is Alicia, and I am the wife of Joe. I also am a Catholic school teacher, junior high, and I'm bringing the female perspective, whether you want to hear it or not. Right. So you're speaking for all females. All females. <laughs> this podcast would not pass the Bechdel test, is what you're saying. Uh, I'm, I'm bringing my own female perspective, not all female perspectives. You like movies? I love It's a movies. movie podcast. Yes. Thank you for letting me join in. Yeah, absolutely. So what's it like, be- what's it like being a teacher in 2016? <laughs> it's very different. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's very, very different from when we were growing up. Because of the smartphones. That's right. <laughs> all the new technology, all you know, the kids are exposed to a lot more at a younger age. Mm-hmm. But I guess a lot, a old, all old people say that all kids these days, you know, yeah. there's always something new with every generation. But I don't. Know, I think my my one of my a couple of my biggest things is one of them is the technology is just you know the things that they have to go through now was you know so different than when we were growing up with you know texting and cyberbullying and all that and sending nudes to each other on snapchat <laughs> sexting yeah, yeah. <laughs> which God, that, I that is know. sadly a very real thing Ugh. that i'm like terrified when i have kids right whatever well, like, the version of that is when they're that age <laughs> right is going to be so much more extreme well i think as a parent it's it's good to be informed of all those things and you just have to educate your kid about it mm. you really do and you have to explain your stance on it and how it how those how your kids would be perceived if, if they were to participate in that um but also i think parents have changed a lot since when we were kids but um you know parents just they tend to listen to their kids more closely <laughs> than listening to the adults with the uh, proper credentials so it's just um you know message received message received <laughs> i i hope so but it's just, it's just don't different. tell me how to do my job <laughs> yeah that's that's about it yeah, it's just it's just different, but um, I do love my job. I really do. I my favorite part is is interacting with the children. It really is, and it's it is really rewarding when you see you know students who have maybe struggled with something and they finally get something, even if it's something really small. It, it just makes all the, it makes makes your job worthwhile. How long have you been teaching now? So this is my fourth year, um, having my own classroom. But I've I've student taught and I've subbed for about six years total. Okay. And have you noticed a, uh, have you noticed changes in, in, in the job and in, and in interacting with kids and things like that? Yes. I mean, also I, I student taught and subbed in a public school setting and I currently work in a private school setting in a very affluent area. So it's just, it's just very different. Are the, the... kids bigger pieces of shit because of that? <laughs> you know, they, they, they just live in a bubble, mm-hmm. but that's, you know, could be to their benefit or to the detriment, just depending on how much their parents expose them to the real world. Teaching life skills is a big part of my philosophy in teaching. And, you know, some most parents support that, and I'm very lucky to have a lot of parent support in that area. So have you seen technology really change that much in the classroom? 
yes. uh, in your time? Because you're fairly, I don't want to say new to well, it. Well, no, I am. But I mean, our generation is completely different than I think the one now as far as oh, access gosh. to technology and access to the internet. Yes. But even in six years, I think it's changed a little bit. Like, has that changed in your classroom? I mean, are kids yes. more well-informed now? Or are they are they different well, in some way? Yeah, you know, so... Um, when I first started substitute teaching, there we you know we just had the whiteboards, but that you know was popular when I was growing up. And then there's there was this whole thing about the smart boards, which were it's an interactive tool uh-huh. where what it's the almost hell is a smart board. <laughs> it's like one of those little tools you had as a kid where you could uh, write on it. You get like one of those pens and you write on something and it, it appears. Do you know what, what is that? And then you shake it and then it, we had chalk. <laughs> <laughs> no but what is that called where the like you write on chalk. it oh my <sighs> not this chalk. is our one moment to finally be old and be like get off my lawn we had chalk well we, we did didn't have, have chalk. these smart yeah, boards we liked it. <laughs> but you know you could play videos on it and you know, i'm picturing an etch-a-sketch if i can date myself maybe that's what it is bit. okay that's what i'm trying to figure out what it is yeah with the knobs yeah the, the knobs on it the well, red thing no, it wasn't just the knobs, but it was also you had like a pen you could hold on to. It's like a, an attached pen with like a string, like an orange string or something. You could like write... what I sign my credit card things with at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> maybe I'm dating myself. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit younger than you guys, Above so us. I don't. <laughs> How much younger? <laughs> but uh... this is all foreign technology. <laughs> I've had it in my classroom since I've started teaching and i remember when i was first substitute teaching and student teaching that was a big fad the smart board but since um a few months ago we've actually gotten rid of all the smart boards at least in the junior high classrooms mm-hmm. and i uh, replaced it with a giant tv screen really and just yes just to play movies and it use airplay i know airplay but we it's not interactive Promotional consideration provided by apple <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Apple, if you'd like to sponsor the Hold On To Your Buds podcast, please. You could be doing an Apple ad right now. Just pause <laughs> well, for a break. Apparently for education, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's what we have now. But the kids, oh, we use, we also use iPads. They actually use coding apps, mm-hmm. and they code some pretty interesting things. They are coding now? Yes. Good God. Yeah. The end is near here. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just a different, very different from when we were in school. The thing is, I don't know if all of them are technologically responsible or aware of really what that means. Mm-hmm. They they're, they know about it in the sense of the definition, but not follow the follow through mm-hmm. for the most part. I have some kids who who, who totally get it, but I, I have other kids who are just... Yeah, just put any video you want out there yeah. of me doing anything. <laughs> right. What kids used to play with sticks and like big holes. Kids are coding now, like in your classroom. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Whatever, yeah. Miss Alicia. Like I'm coding. I'm yeah. coding the next Uber right now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they're um, they're very they're very advanced. Um, so one of the things I've I've like talked about with, with my wife is like, were we like the way that kids are today? And I think you always think back at what you were like. I'm sure I was a piece of crap at times, but I wasn't. I didn't have a phone to stare at. Yeah. Like, doesn't that make me instantly better than every generation <laughs> that will come after us? Well, I think with the phone, you know, it's the smart. It's the smartphones, yeah. people. <laughs> I mean, I think people are recognizing it now that it's it's more of an antisocial thing. I mean, people think they're being more connected and social by, mm-hmm. 
interacting through text or whatever, Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook, Twitter, all that. And yes, that's that's to a certain extent, but the real sitting, standing in, or sitting in front of somebody and having eye contact with somebody, I, I have, some of my kids can barely have eye contact with me. Oh, yeah. Let alone shake my hand with like a firm handshake. I have to teach them how to do that. Oh, yeah. I've been reading lately about... Um... It's continuous partial attention is what like psychologists, like behavioral people are calling it. And it's the ability to, you know, I can send an email, I can have a conversation with you, I can be texting, I can be partially watching something and I can, and I can flip back between everything, uh, like at will and never be, and always be devoted to each thing individually. And it Mm -hmm. can all be happening at the same time. And so like, screw you for thinking if I'm rude, that's just me. That's just how I can do it. How I really, the analogy I can think of or the closest connection I can make to it is like when you're in your car and you're driving, there's somebody who pisses you off, cuts you off or whatever, and you can flip them off mm-hmm. or whatever. And you're not afraid because you're in your car. Mm-hmm. But the same kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Goes I've with, heard of, is it windshield <laughs> theory? What do they call that? Windshield yeah. theory. It's something like that yeah. where like the safety of a windshield actually makes your brain think that you are seeing things that you're not. It's weird. It's like when you're driving through a bad area and you're just like, oh, this neighborhood's so terrible. It's just because like, I'm in my car and I'm safe and I can judge everybody. Yeah, right. There's like, a, there's like a weird thing that the safety of a car gives you. Right. Well, and you see people, you know, flip each other off. And yeah. you see somebody get out of their car like, oh, crap. You know, like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it is through your phone and the computer. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, cyberbullying is so prevalent, I think, is because kids think they can hide behind their screens. Mm-hmm. But just come out from your screen and, and tell it to my face and we'll see what really happens, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no one's ever going to do that. No, because they're all chicken shits. That's, that's, that's the thing our society is becoming. <laughs> we're all chicken shits who hide behind our screens and can't tell it how it really is. If you have the guts to say it to somebody's face, then say it to somebody's face, you know? Well, if you don't, then back off, bitch. Well, <laughs> well Joe, you know, I mean, you know this from, like, just a work from like an office environment i mean yeah. people are freaking white herps in email oh exactly. they'll just say anything to you. i was just about to say that because you know i've i've dealt with some of that stuff where yeah. i get a pretty stern email yeah. or you know someone's going off like on me and then i call them yeah. i'll just dial up their number hey what's up and then then they're all that they're like my best friend yeah like the right. nicest person imaginable it's like Oh, where was this? And then the email warrior, you know, that I was just talking to mm-hmm. over email. Yeah. It's like, do you have like a problem with, oh, I don't like, I don't threaten my coworkers. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I didn't do care have for a that. problem here or what? Yeah. You know. Was that email for me? Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. God, you want to take a dirt if... nap or what? You know? <laughs> yeah. All right. So back to you, God. Alicia. Would you, uh, would you establish like a trade system like like in uh, sports? Like if schools could trade students? Oh, God, yeah. would you Would you send some of yours out? Yes. Or like send them down to like a AAA type assignment? <laughs> absolutely. And get different ones back? Just absolutely. be like, you know what, kid? You've had it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no doubt about it. And I would actually trade it with military school, so. Would you really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Aren't, aren't all those kids brats? Well, the kids that go into military school are brats, but they don't always come out. They don't come brats. out brats. They come out. And I, I, I knew a kid in, in middle school who, uh, yeah, he, he went into into a military school in sixth grade. He came back in eighth grade. He was a different person. Oh, yeah. He went to his bed every night. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Is he like a different person like that guy in full metal jacket? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Well, no, he was gets like, the rifle out at night and. <laughs> no, he was he was a gentleman. I just think that the problem is, you know, the parents they need to do their job. You know, the parents just can't have kids to get attention. They need to parent their kids. Isn't that where you come in as an educator? Don't <laughs> yeah, we tra- don't we look to you? Yeah, but I, I can't tell them. I mean, I can I can do what I can, but you know, I see the kids for six hours or what is it, eight hours every day. You know, I, I do what I can, but. I've heard that argument before. Like, I don't even see my kids as long as my television does. Uh, or, like, how am I supposed to imprint anything on them? Well, I think parents are afraid to establish boundaries for their kids and the follow-through. Mm-hmm. It's like, your, your kid may hate you temporarily, but if it's for the greater good that they'll respect you and respect authority, then do it. That's your job. That's my take on it. Are you going to be uh, timeout parents? What are you, you going to do? Have you talked about this? <laughs> Oh man! Just are they getting the back of Joe's the, hand? What are they doing? The nearest tool from my tool <laughs> oh, box. No, no, none of that. No, but I, th- I think, I think we need just we need to establish rules and boundaries, and it has to be very clear to to the kids. I'm gonna be the fun guy. Oh my god! I'm just. I've told you know what I've told Jess this <laughs> a lot. Where I'm like, I'm the f- I. You gotta be the discipline. Like I don't think I can do it. Yeah. I'm going to be like Robin Williams in Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, I'm, I'm having the petting zoo over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, what? We're Jump around. Time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, and then it'll, it'll end in divorce. No. No. <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> this has been the Hold On to Your Butts podcast. Well, because I can't, I just, I don't see how I can do it. I can't be that, I just don't think I can. I don't think it's in me. I believe everything you're saying. I just don't think I can execute it all. Have we talked about this before? No. Okay, then I have major deja vu. Yeah, I just, you know, I just think that as parents, you need to establish what's okay and what's not okay. It's like, you know, when you have a pet, what's okay and what's not okay. Mm-hmm. You need to establish boundaries and, and follow through. And it, it's going to suck for both you and the pet or the child when you follow through. But if it means they know what's acceptable and what's not, then that's a good thing. Can't you just do that? <laughs> I just want to play Halo like whatever six. What what Halo are they up to now? Halo twelve with yeah. my kid. Yeah, probably twelve yeah. or something. When mom, all right. When mom's punishment is over, like we'll play some Halo. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't, I don't mind. Being... That, is that bad parenting? I think that's bad parenting. It's probably bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know. I mean, it's just it's it's interesting. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, my mom would discipline us but also she would say well wait till your dad gets home like oh crap that was big in my house (laughs) yeah that was big in my house yeah but if If you're still (laughs) acting like this when your dad gets home yeah it was it was not parenting approved for today (laughs) okay Whereas if we do that now, I don't know, Jill will be like, hey, you want to go get an ice cream? You <laughs> little asshole. Isn't mom a bummer? A <laughs> yeah. Yeah, isn't mom a what bummer? What did she say today? Huh? Uh, crazy kook. You know, this whole United Front thing. You know, mom's got her own thing going. <laughs> you like me better, right? Yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. Let's get ice cream. Hey, fire up Call of Duty, huh? <laughs> yeah. Come on. I'm, I'm cool, dad. Yeah, cool, dad. High five. Hey, hey, cool dad would never do that. Let's <laughs> go build a fort in the back. Yeah, yeah. Who cares what mom friends. says? Mom's dumb. Mom's gross. <laughs> mom's gross. Am I right? High five. Huh? Come on, kid. I knew this parenting thing was it was a cakewalk. <laughs> so we just saw. Should we just go right into it? Let's go into it. So we just saw Captain America: Civil War. Captain America: Civil War. 
It is the third in the Captain America franchise. So as a preface to this, I went in completely clean. I have not seen <laughs> any... I have not seen a single Marvel movie since the event. I saw Iron Man 1 and 2, and that was it. I have not seen a Marvel movie since then. So I am completely ignorant of all of the good things that Marvel has put out in their movies. I've seen so, most of them. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Ant-Man. I haven't seen Thor 2. and But I think mostly I've seen the rest of them, I think. Yeah. So, Alicia, how many have you seen? I, I just counted. I, I've seen eight. What's your favorite one? I really like Thor. Thor 1? Yes. Not Iron Man? Iron Man's good, but... Thor. Kind of. I like Thor. Is it Chris Hemsworth or Liam Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Okay. But I think he's very attractive. <laughs> so I can see dreamy. <laughs> but that's not the reason why it's my favorite. Well, is there another? Okay. What? What then? I guess because it's like the. Because <laughs> Hollywood's betting on that being the only reason. <laughs> I think it's because there's the otherworldly elements to it. That I know Superman has too. That he's a Norse god, right? I I like I like the mythology mythological aspect to it, mm-hmm. and I like also Loki's character. Ah, right. Tom Hiddleston's character, and you just like British things. I do like British she things. Does. <laughs> that's that's very much so. We're gonna have to get a TV podcast going, not like as a separate thing, but we'll do like a special, and you can and we can talk TV because you're a big TV watcher, aren't you? Yes. Specifically, yes. BBC, what? <laughs> BBC One, BBC Two, <laughs> BBC She's America. Seen every British thing ever put to film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do love British TV. I like British crime TV. Uh-huh. It's just fun. I don't know. I know something about it that's really appealing to me. So when those actors cross over, are you like, oh my God, that's uh, Sherlock? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. Because they, like, they reappear in all these little shows. Oh, definitely. So, Well, like, not to mention Hollywood has been not so secretly recruiting from uh like london for years yeah i mean every actor winning an oscar on stateside is probably british wow well they do have amazing actors i i think they're in my opinion their shows are kind of a step above i think they're better shows yeah it's like a nation of thespians exactly the craft to them is so much more serious than it is to us yes and we'll just never they learn it at a young age, I think, and they it just they stake with it. Yeah, a lot of them. Whereas here, it's like you just want to be famous, right? Yeah, it's, it's a little fame. frowned upon if you yeah. do theater or something, even though it's amazing. Yeah, but um, or it's like theater. It's like, oh, well, when are you going to get that gig in a in a movie, like a real movie? Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's there. It's like, when are you going to become a real actor? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there, it's like, oh no, I'm the Royal Shakespeare Company, yeah, and exactly. I've done like Hamlet. 23 times and stuff. <laughs> I, love that, yeah. I love that commercial with Patrick Stewart. He's like, I'll have you know, I have 137 individual awards. Just like, you know, or whatever <laughs> the number like, is. Isn't it like a rum commercial or something? Uh, yeah, it's, it's like a hard beverage. cider or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought the individual awards. Like, you know, I should think that about myself. Like, I should think of all the awards I've had individually. <laughs> Make myself feel better. So let's jump in. What yeah. did you? What did you think of the movie? I really liked it. I thought it was very entertaining, and I really enjoyed actually the the fighting scenes, the mm-hmm. action scenes. I thought were really well done. I thought the effects were really well done for the most part, and 
like like you mentioned, there were some characters I I didn't know about mm-hmm. because I didn't see uh, a few of the movies. Like who? <laughs> you want to take a quiz? Okay. Ooh, oh gosh. Here we go. Sure. Okay. Who's Black Widow? Scarlett Johansson. Is that what you're asking? That's correct. The actress. Okay. Who is Sam Wilson? That's the guy. Um, I know who he is. <laughs> Matthias? Is that his name? No, it's something. Mackie. What's that? Anthony Mackie is the That's actor's it. name. Anthony Mackie. <laughs> so who is Falcon? I don't know. <laughs> That's him. Oh, the same person. Same guy. A trick question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I guess I should have known. We'll He's cut a that out too. Okay. Who's Hawkeye? Is that the it, um, Rudd? Paul Rudd? No. 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 Hawkeye. 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 Um, I don't need the actor's name. You can tell me characteristics. Oh. Mm. His weaponry, maybe. Hawkeye? Or his wardrobe. I don't really know. I don't know all Or his replacement names. of Matt Damon in the Bourne franchise for a single movie. Oh, God. Jeremy Renner? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah. That's him. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's it. That's the quiz. <laughs> but those, so those are the people that I didn't know. I know the rest. Download the quiz at Hold On To Your Butt's <laughs> A three-name quiz. <laughs> Who is Bucky Barnes? Okay, so that's the guy with the metal hand. Correct. He's he's Captain America's or Steve Rogers' friend who apparently went out with a girl named Dolores or Dot. Ah, cr- <laughs> oh, Wait, oh, okay. Spoiler. Remembering Red hair. Key. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Oh. <laughs> I don't think she played a part in this movie. Okay, good. So that's good. So you knew four times the characters that I knew. <laughs> so that's a good way to go into a movie. Was he in another movie? Was Falcon in another movie? Yeah, he was in Captain America 2. I think he was in 1 also. Oh. I don't Shoot. recall. But yeah, but I don't think he was Falcon yet in the first one but uh i could i could be wrong there it's been a while since i've okay. seen, seen that one but i did think the guy who did the african accent did a really good job i do think that black panther black panther yes yeah. because he's american who's black panther he's the guy who played jackie robinson and james brown oh yeah oh you're right yeah. he did yeah he's very talented but as a character who is he oh panther Black Panther. I I don't know much about this character. Uh, to be honest with you, um, is he I just, a Spider-Man ripoff? Uh, kind no. of a Spider-Man ripoff, a little bit. No, I mean he doesn't. That's the weird thing. I was because I don't know much about his backstory. Mm-hmm. But he was. Um, I mean, he was very agile and he knew like how to fight and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think the main thing was his suit was made out of the same stuff as Captain America's shield. The um, oh. Oh, so he's like super powerful. Yeah, I mean that's why he was getting shot at. And uh-huh. It's just ricocheting off. What the? What's it called? I forget. Silver. Adamantium. Yeah, I was gonna say adamantium. It's like what? Texmexium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a real dude. That's racist. <laughs> hey, a... watch Gunhead. Gunhead. Look it up. So, um, <laughs> what did you think of the movie? I actually, I specifically didn't ask you as we left the theater. What what's Hollywood Joe's take on the movie? Hollywood Joe. Um, we gotta get some radio nicknames in here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I liked the movie. I thought it was good. It was well done. Um, I didn't f- see any major problems with it. Um, it didn't tickle my 
uh, I don't know, my funny bone enough, or uh-huh. I don't know what the right way is. Then I was did you not have nerdgasms the way you I, did in I, Batman v Superman? Yeah, man, Batman. Yeah, I had more nerdgasms in Batman. Really, v Superman. And, I, and this was awesome. Like it was still good. I I don't know. I just don't maybe don't connect with the characters as much. Yeah. Besides Iron Man, like. I was like Team Iron Man. Oh yeah, all the way. You I were hashtag Team Iron Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. think he's supposed to be the villain in this movie. I don't know, but uh, I was. You know, I wanted more Iron Man. I guess. Oh yeah. Captain America's okay for me. I'm, I've never been a huge fan of his. So I, really. Yeah. I well, I, I guess you've seen him for three movies now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everyone loves the Captain America movies, and I just thought they were good. So. Dude, Winter Soldier. I. I let me look this up. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves while I look this up. I should have done this <laughs> off air. Well, I used to have a crush on Chris Evans when I was in high school or something, but... Well, he's an attractive man. Yeah. He's almost too attractive. He... Dude, I would do Chris Evans. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say that. I mean, I don't know. He just... Yeah. He's got a perfectly symmetrical face. Yeah. So if I shaved my chest and stomach and I worked out six days a week and I ate nothing but chicken breasts, I would look exactly like Chris Evans. <laughs> Don't forget I just choose us. not to do I'll that. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so Winter Soldier has an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Like, people freaking love that movie. Yeah, and it was the same directors, the Russo brothers. Yeah. And and I'm not going to say anything bad about it, because it was a it was a good movie. I, I just didn't get the same connection with it that a lot of people must have. But it was good. I mean, I don't have any real criticism, criticisms of it, other than I didn't feel... <laughs> Like that same, I don't know, the same mm-hmm. cool factor. And maybe it's just because I don't like Captain America that much because I never, I don't know. Because he's like a hundred. So I got to say, I mean, I don't know much about the character, but he's like a hundred years old. He's around, he's a World War II, yeah. Uh, yeah. like creation, mm-hmm. isn't he? Yeah. He God, kinda... the fan, if we have any fans, <laughs> like they're gone. <laughs> I don't know anything about Well, this, this isn't the comic book podcast. No, that's true. It has been the last couple. Well, right. So in keeping with in keeping with the theme, we did Batman last week. Right. So now we're gonna do Oh yeah. Civil War. Well and comic book movies are the thing right yeah. now, you know. Yeah. I mean you got it I don't like him, but yeah, Captain America is just a um he was tried to tried to enter the army and he was too skinny and uh weak and frail. He had some right. kind of condition or something like, like that. Like I would be. Yeah, and they, <laughs> right. yeah, and they gave him some, uh, it was a serum or something mm-hmm. like that. It was an experimental thing, and then it made him have, like, super strength and mm-hmm. speed and all that See, stuff. that's what they should um, yeah. advertise for the Viagra commercials. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, instead they have just, like, a 40-year-old woman, like, in a... Like in a treehouse. Is or there something. a more yeah. uncomfortable commercial uh, out right now? It's always so. playing when I'm like watching TV with my parents or something. It's like, uh, oh yeah, I need to go. Where get some like, water. do you even admit that you've ever seen sex to your parents? Like I can't, <laughs> like I can't. If if that commercial comes on and like my mom or dad is in the room, I just I get super uncomfortable. Well, they're playing. I'm like clearing like... my throat and like shifting in my seat, <laughs> and she's she's staring right at you, like right through the fourth wall. Oh God, yeah. it's the worst. My parents just—they kind of keep their eyes on the TV. Just, just eyes ahead, just eyes forward. <laughs> Don't say maybe anything. Maybe she won't ask. <laughs> it's not happening. Maybe, was... maybe she won't say anything. Yeah, it's not real if nobody talks about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like Iron Man more because he's just a guy, and he just built his own suit with sheer like intellect. Hmm. 
and he can and he can fight Captain America, who let's face it, got a little lucky with the whole serum thing. Oh yeah, I he mean, gets stuff for he's like a millennial. He just wants yeah. it all for free. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets he takes his handouts. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Iron Man's kind of a jerk, and that's kind of his character too. I don't know. I just find him more compelling, and maybe that's kind of like. I, I don't know. This is weird because I like Superman. Yeah. Yeah. You're a Superman I'm apologist. I'm a Superman fan, but why don't I like Captain America as <laughs> Or <much>? fan. Apologist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apologist. Yeah. No, apologist. You is like fair. the terrible character of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do. I don't know why. Why is that? This is like a Captain America, same thing. He was just born here. Yeah. I know. I, I guess. Is it because he got his powers the same way a lot of villains do? Where he like takes them artificially. Yeah, they're like ejected into him. He's a juicer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's put the asterisks next yeah. to him on the Avengers roster. You know, and the shield isn't even his. He didn't build the shield. Tony Stark's father built the shield. That's that true. Out of that stuff, unobtainium or whatever yeah. it is. We should look that up. Let's look talk up. amongst yourselves. Yeah, we have to look this up. But yeah, he, you know, so. I don't know. He's just very. He is a patriot. World War Two, and and his shield yeah. is made of vibranium. Vibranium. That's it. So <laughs> trivia night. <laughs> vibranium <laughs> might might score you some points. So so what you so you liked it? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. It was a little too much shaky cam for me. I don't know. If really? You about that. I liked it. I liked that part of it. And I'm usually anti shaky cam. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought like Jace, like the last couple of Jason Bourne movies were mm-hmm. a little too quick cut, too shaky cam. Yeah. But for some reason, I liked it here. Yeah, I noticed it in the beginning, in the beginning scenes, the beginning fighting scenes. Um, yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting. It, it it made like the characters look more badass, I guess. Mm-hmm. But. Like especially with Scarlett Johansson, I was like, "Wow, she's really kicking ass." Oh yeah, <laughs> they totally put a wig on the stunt person yeah. who can do all those moves, and then just did like the close-ups of her running. <laughs> what I was I was gonna ask you: Does the shaky cam hide VFX? Yeah, it can because it you just get more motion blur, so mm-hmm. you get you know things streak more. They're they're not as sharp, so you can hide a lot of can hide a lot of stuff mm-hmm. it, it doesn't necessarily make it easier but it can it can help a lot mm-hmm. but it also just you know it's that old trick it just helps the shot feel more dynamic and more like fast and more chaotic mm-hmm. but i don't know I, I i wanted a little more like breathing shots like, oh right well, that's what all the shots at the UN and stuff are for. Well, yes, yeah, not just that, not just that. Like, I think in an action scene, you can still have, you can still let a little breathing room happen. Right. You, you can let the go. scene play out a little more. Yeah. You don't, and and if you have really sweet choreography, you know, you can let a, you can have a cool static lock off shot. You know. Oh yeah. Of a fight. Give it the respect. Yeah. Give it the respect. You know, I, I want a little more of that, but you know, that's just me. Are you on a time limit, Alicia? Do we uh, no. should should we hit like points for you? Do you oh, want to no, do I'm like good. your top three favorite things? Oh gosh, no! I'm just Chris Evans' to... bicep when he does <laughs> when he's pulling the helicopter and then he does the flip. That was pretty awesome. And just like that was, that was... I'm pretty sure he did that in real life. I'm sure he did, and it worked. <laughs> no, it was it was it nice. Really well. <laughs> it's gonna work well for you, I had to Joe. Leave the theater for a minute. <laughs> um, 
no. When he's like, oh, this uh, this curl isn't working. Let me go to the beach curl. And it's just, now I got it. <laughs> no, it was it was kind of cool to see that because it, it kind of showed like, I don't know, the human, as- the human part of him, human aspect of him. Is Chris Evans yoked or is he swole? I don't know either of those terms. <laughs> I, I think he's swole. Like. I think he's swole. Yeah, I think he's swole. Can you define what those mean? Yoked no. Is... <laughs> yoked is like cut up, like yeah. lean. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, who's a good yoked example, movie-wise? Statham? Yeah. He's pretty cut. Yeah, yeah. Statham, yeah yoked is like one. cut, like, like Jason Statham in The Transporter. Okay. And then swole is like Rocky One. Where he's just like kind of puffy a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's swole. You know what I mean? Chris Evans swole. swole. Yeah. So I think I think he's a bit. I think he's kind of yoked. Hmm. He's really? Like pretty trim. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely trim, but he's his arms, his like upper body is a little bit, a little bit. What's up with that? Every superhero movie, I feel like these actors are. I mean, so I got to give Chris Evans a little bit of credit though, because I don't think the the Captain America suit. If you noticed in Batman vs Superman. Where Ben Affleck, like the wall rotates away and the Batman suit is sitting there. Right. It's pretty jacked without anybody in it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like the Captain America suit you could throw on the bed and it's like really loose. It's true. It's mostly like fabric. fabric. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's filling out the suit. He is. But that bat suit, the Zack Snyder bat suit, is like freaking ripped. Yeah. The bat suit itself is swole. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) It's like Spanx for men. Where can I get one of those? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I think, uh, so props to him. Yeah. So there, there was a lot of beefcake in this movie, Alicia. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's something in there for everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, no, he, he did, a, he, hey, you know, he got in shape. Is Scarlett Johansson still hot? I think so. Yeah. I've always loved her. Yeah, I, I so. never, she never did it for me. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. I, I'm very aware she's an attractive person, okay? I'm yeah. not crazy. Yeah. But I was never on that train huh. where she was like the best thing in the world. Hmm. I, for for me, uh, Black Widow, her, you know, that that's never been her most attractive to me. Are you a um, Lost in Translation kind of guy? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I like her in Matchpoint. Matchpoint's oh, a good yeah. one. She's very, she's very attractive very in Matchpoint. Very sexy in that. But even so, it's just she's never. I don't know why she never did it for me. Hmm. I mean, you know, she cornered me in an office building. <laughs> There's the office building again. <laughs> I think we can use that. That's what what circumstances are these? It, it's always you're always getting cornered in an office. Building. I know that's how it had to go down. It would happen. Right, right. But I don't think I would actively. I don't think I would go after her if I was like an equally high-powered actor in Hollywood. Mm. I'd let her go. I'd let her find something else. Really? Mm. I think so. I'd go after Eva Green. Oh. oh yeah, she's pretty yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Now she's not just she's not pretty too. Oh gosh, sorry. <laughs> she's like the one. <laughs> yeah, she's in that uh, Penny Dreadful. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Great. She's good. in that. When she gets possessed, though, it's it's a bit scary. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. You got to see it. You have to see it. Is this another uh, BBC? No. Mm-mm. It's a. Uh, is it Showtime? Is yeah. it FX? Uh, no, I think, I think it is it's Showtime. Time, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Showtime. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's interesting. It has a, a lot of, uh, you know, kind of B actors, some top actors. Mm-hmm. But it, it's really good. <laughs> Ouch. Well, I don't even know what that means, to be <laughs> We're honest. We're talking so. to you, Josh Hartnett. <laughs> <laughs> How the money have you, fallen. I 
I don't really know what that means, so you can just delete that. A B actor comes after the A-list actor. <laughs> so typically the B is reserved for the either they're still upcoming and not yet A-list. Okay. Or they're has-beens and they're on their way down. Josh Hartnett. <laughs> Stands by. But he's, he's, he's... Doubling down. No, no, but he's, oh, he's like resurging. He's, he's really... I like Josh Hartnett. I don't know why he stopped. Really, he did Lucky Number 11. He did yeah. uh, um, the Black Hawk Down. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pearl Harbor. Pearl, yeah, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> but he was in, uh, he did that kind of cameo in Sin City. I mean, yeah, I thought he was, he's I thought a really he was good coming actor. up. He is good. He is. I think I think maybe he kind of fell off the face of the earth for a few years, but he's making a resurgence. I mean, he's really good in that show. What happened? We should Google it. Did he get married or something? Did he just not want to do movies anymore? Know. What happened to him? I don't know. Did his agent just die? <laughs> <laughs> Stopped co- collecting scripts? Some actors fall off the face of the earth like that, and then there's like mu- there's much other better choices for actors that should fall off the face. Of yeah. The earth. yeah, and like not actors like him. I don't know. You cool. know who else fell off is Ryan Philippi. Where's he at? Oh my gosh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. Yeah, every pretty much everyone liked him. Yeah, I think the was he in Way of the Gun? He was in Way of the Gun. That was the last. Thing That's I like saw my favorite him. movie of his. Yeah, I think unless you. Mine's Cruel Intentions. Oh, Cruel Intentions. See, Cruel Intentions. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. remember that one. Did you watch uh, you Sarah Michelle Gellar? Dude. Okay, Alicia, Civil War. Yeah. So how uh, how would you rate the movie? I, I would probably rate it like an 8.5. 8.5? Or 9. That's in the 10. love range. Yeah, you I, love I this really, movie? I, I thought it was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at my clock or my watch which is usually a good sign. Mm-hmm. And Are you bored often during movies? <laughs> Sometimes. Unfortunately Sometimes I just, so. Oh, gosh. I yeah. can't take any. But this, this like was really Spectre, good. Like Spectre, for instance. Oh, gosh. Spectre. I, oh, I couldn't wait till, to be over. <laughs> I really was like counting down. It was, it was awful. It was like How taking a long test. How much longer is this thing? <laughs> it was terrible. Terrible. Um, but no, this one was very entertaining. I, I really did enjoy it very much. And, and the character development of all the different characters was interesting. That was, that was a good balance. And um, Paul Bettany. <laughs> Paul Bettany in his very minor role. Yeah. I was like, is that Paul Bettany? <laughs> and it was. It was so funny. Where would you rank it in, the, in your favorite Marvel hmm. uh, superhero movies? Where does it stand? I would say probably top three really if not top two yes yes i i liked how the different characters were involved i liked seeing all the different characters mm-hmm. and it was so it wasn't just solely focused on one mm-hmm. I, I liked i liked the collaboration between mm-hmm. the different characters it's interesting because yeah. it's it's under the captain america banner right but yeah. i thought it could have been almost maybe another avengers movie Right. If it was like Avengers Civil War, would that have pissed too many people off? I don't think so. Well, thanks, Alicia. You've been great. Oh, gosh. Well, you thanks, were a great guest. Our on. first yeah. guest. <laughs> I appreciate you allowing me to come in and, and take the mic for a bit. So thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Farewell. Good night. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> All right, Joe. Here we are. Episode three. Episode three. We made it. We made it. Who knew? <laughs> we, uh, we haven't done the pod in a while because you've been working such long hours. Yeah. On uh, what project is it? <laughs> <I don't... laughs> 
on a unspecified visual effects tentpole film. Well, at any rate, this is how movies are made, people. Sometimes you buckle down. Sometimes. And uh, it takes you away from a lot of things. Yeah. And they they always hear stuff from (laughs) from people like, oh, it's probably not even work for you. It's just like having fun all the time. I was going to ask, now because you're being paid for it, does that mean you're having a good time? No, no, <laughs> no. Is it easy? <laughs> no, it's not easy. It's oftentimes not fun at really? all. Uh, you know. I want to ask you, actually, speaking of VFX, I want to talk to you yeah. about the Uncanny Valley. Sure. Because you mentioned it in episode one. Right. And we got a couple emails. What is that? From very few of our listeners. Oh yes. Uh, but they say, "What is the Uncanny Valley? Where, do, like, where does that apply? Who, you know, what is it?" Yeah, the Uncanny Valley is. Um, so if you picture on one side of a valley, you know, like picture a canyon, a valley. One side is non-realistic, like a cartoony, um, stylized, something like. Uh, um, I don't know, uh, like a Pixar movie or something like that. You know, are we talking so, people? What are we talking about? Uh, sure, people Okay. or animals. Could be anything, really. Um, but mostly mostly like people and animals that are familiar to us that we see all the time. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, so I don't know, Toy Story or something like that would be on one side where, you know, you, you're seeing the movie, you know it's not supposed to be real. Your brain's okay with it kind of thing. Um, it accepts that it's a fantasy, you know, on the other side is real life and just like reality. You have a camera, you're shooting someone and, and that's what you film. And then the uncanny Valley is like that weird area in the middle of those two points where you're trying to be realistic, but you don't quite get close enough Uh and you kind of fall down the side of the, (laughs) of the cliff and you're in this weird zone where you, the your brain's like, oh, this should be real, but something's weird. Like something's just odd about this, and I don't like it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to leave. <laughs> that's just kind of that's you know it creeps people out. I, the famous example everyone uses is the Polar Express. Ah, right. Which is that animated with movie Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, and it's a it's a Robert Zemeckis movie. Right. Yeah. And everyone kind of looks realistic. You know, they're like people. They're not like cartoon people, but it's like looks looks kind of odd, and it creeps people out. And some people say like, well, they have like glassy, dead stares, and, right? Uh, pallid skin and stuff. <laughs> like I don't know, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Uh, that's like one example. Another one is when they always try to do uh, like a facial replacement or. Um, like uh, Benjamin Button or something like that, uh, where they're doing a full face or when they try to like uh, replace an actor's face. Maybe they do like a young version of the actor, you know, like I'm thinking like Tron or something. Mm-hmm. They do the young Jeff Bridges. And and that's one of those things where it's like it, you look at it, you pause on a frame and maybe it looks okay, you know, and you're like, well, I can't really pick out any flaws in this. But it just looks weird. it just looks weird, and my brain doesn't like it. <laughs> That's the uncanny valley. So it's uh, so is the uncanny valley is that so is what you're describing kind of like a cute? We have to either go cute or or obviously cartoony to 
not get you thinking that it's supposed to be real. Like yeah. There's like we, so we're going to go cute and cartoony with this because it'll actually be more believable right. that way. Whereas if we try to make this thing really photorealistic and move like a human, we're too good at picking that up and it'll just be creepy to us. Yeah. And that's the, that's the main thing is the human brain so good at picking up facial ticks and features subconsciously even even animals that are like dogs right wolves they do that a lot Mm -hmm. and doesn't work that well cats you know uh and you don't have to be like a cartoon you know if you go the other direction but it's just even something more like uh i'm trying to think of a good example just something really stylized where you're not thinking about you're not really thinking about oh the that's weird. Like this is supposed to be real life, but it's not kind mm-hmm. of thing. So it's whenever you try to do like a full human face or, you know, okay. fully CG animated, sometimes you run into some problems. I, uh, I've i seen the Uncanny, the Uncanny Valley drawn and it's often very steep. Yeah. So you have on one side, you have, like you said, like the Incredibles, right. which is supposed to be you can tell they're people because they're supposed to be people in the movie, right? But they have very exaggerated, cartoony features. So you buy that as kind of an animated movie, and then you have, like you said, and then it kind of goes up. So it goes from like cartoon, kind of hand drawn, yeah, cartoons, and then it kind of goes up, and it and it looks kind of like a you know like a graph, like a financial graph or something. Right. But then once you hit the uncanny valley, it's like it's a super steep drop off where your brain no longer recognizes this as cute or real. Right. And you're just in this weird, creepy valley. Yeah, it's in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. And it's hard to get out of get out of there. So what else? So like Beowulf, remember that movie? Yeah, so Beowulf. Like Polar Express, Beowulf, yeah. all of these movies where the CG people are supposed to be real. They're supposed to look real. That right. Is that went more when it fails? Yeah, that's when it fails. It's... Um, trying to remember, think of other examples actually there was there was one in uh civil war which we just saw i was going to ask you about this scene actually yeah the young are we talking about the same one the yeah, young, young robert downey robert downey jones dude uh, i Jr. i bought that yeah that like i didn't i don't know what it, i was going to ask you about that scene yeah like if that qualifies because clearly there was a young either a younger actor or uh, they like digitally pressed out all the wrinkles in Robert Downey Jr.'s face. They did something to it. Yeah, yeah, it worked pretty much for the most part. It got a little bit into the uncanny valley for me. Oh, it did. Yeah, um, huh. especially at the end of the shot. But then you know, then it's like a simulation. You know, it's like a virtual reality thing. Mm-hmm. I think it, when he got really close, I started. You saw through s- it, studying it more, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. But then, you know, it's part of it's like a story point that it's mm-hmm. a fake thing anyway. So then maybe that causes your brain to go like, oh, okay, it's, it's cool, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, so let me ask you this. So what do you think of the Ninja Turtles, the new Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Um, just the you, look of them. Can you can you say you worked on those? Yeah, I did. I did. You work worked. On. So you worked on Turtles. Did I, you do? Did you have anything to do with the animation or the look of the Turtles or anything no, like that? No, no. Okay. No, I, I just do effects work. So I do dust, explosions. Lasers, oh, right. sparks. So the concept art and what the turtles look like and all that stuff, that's all decided long before it hits you? Oh, yeah. I don't don't get any say in that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. what, uh, so, But I've actually always wanted to ask you this. What do you think of the new Ninja Turtles? Like, does the Uncanny Valley qualify for turtles? 
because they're clearly supposed to have human expressions and teeth and eyes and stuff like yeah. that. Like we're supposed to feel familiar with their facial structure, I think. Right. Um, but I got to say, it's freaking weird to me. Like, I think they're kind of hard to look at. And is that because of the Uncanny Valley? Like, are they in there? Where do they sit? Probably, yeah, they probably are. I mean, they, usually it's uh, the Uncanny Valley is things you're used to seeing mm-hmm. and that doesn't quite line up. But it could hold for this instance, too, where you're expecting something to be in real life and it's humanoid enough that it mm-hmm. kind of throws off your mm-hmm. <laughs> spider sense or yeah. whatever. And a lot of people had that complaint. Uh, a lot of people had that complaint about them. Um, what do you think of them? I thought I was okay with them, to be honest. Uh, it's a new look for them. I know everyone complained about the nose, the nose, oh, uh, yeah. the nostrils, and they want them to have like a beak. I'd see. Of, I, I don't think that would have worked. I, I wouldn't I think be, a beak would have looked even weirder. Yeah, because you're not going to get the same facial articulation in the same like you know. The, the mouth articulation if you have like a beak you know i mean the original turtles movie from like 1990 or 89 or whatever mm-hmm. that was was great and it had like jim henson puppetry in it and stuff mm-hmm. like that uh but you know it doesn't they're not capturing all like five thousand <laughs> movements of a human mouth i mean it'll should it, they they're turtles well though well yeah and you can argue that but it, if they if the the artistic direction was to make them be real creatures and not, you know, then that's what you kind of have to do. I don't think you can go with a beak. You can't go sock puppet. on. No. Uh, you know, it's not going to work for this. For well, what even the way wanted. that they look with a beak. I mean, I mean, I'm sure if a beak was designed into the character, they wouldn't even look like the way they look now. Yeah. But if you just kind of put a beak on them. Yeah. I think it'd look funny. Yeah. Be all green and hard looking and just kind of <laughs> yeah. weird in the front of their face. Yeah, and and they wanted him to look more human, mm-hmm. humanoid. Yeah, and so you know, you know, I gotta say they look really good. I actually kind of wish they weren't so off putting to me personally, because <laughs> I would see, I would see that like the like everything looks really good in the movie. Yeah, you know, like they're animated really well. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of grotesque in a way, like the muscles and the striations <laughs> yeah. in their arms and everything. They like there are too many human pieces. Yeah, they they are and. Uh, they're they are kind of grotesque and i don't know i think that's kind of what they i don't think that was on by accident right you know that's what they wanted to show right i'm all <laughs> for are. taking him in that direction yeah just, just for me i'm like oh, i don't know like their teeth are all yellow and like and very square cut like human teeth yeah. it's just very it's very odd <laughs> i'm yeah I, I, it's funny because uh, which way do you go with the turtles i mean you could go totally cartoonish and Mm -hmm. stylized if you want but then maybe you just do the whole thing animated at that point i don't know um or you go hyper hyper realistic i guess you're you're going along that graph again aren't you Mm -hmm. the uncanny valley graph and they chose hyper realism or at least you know let's just imagine that these things were were real and they're actual like mutant turtles Mm -hmm. they are teenage mutant ninja turtles (laughs) i mean that you know a mutant turtle is not gonna look all cuddly and stuff you know but it's gonna look fucking weird man (laughs) so but do you think that they came to that creative decision because they were gonna shoot uh with live actors you know megan fox and uh and what's his name with the voice god uh will arnett yeah Will Arnett. i mean you can't really have him talking to like a cartoon a, a completely 
cartoonized version. Yeah. Could you? Well, that would look weird. I mean, you wouldn't you know, put the up guy. You yeah. wouldn't put the old man from up talking to like a human being in the same shot. You oh, have, one yeah. would have to match. Yeah. So is the, is that how they arrived at that? Well, we're not going to cartoonize Megan Fox, so we're going to have to humanize the the turtles. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what their decision was on it. Um and you know, like it it worked with the the old movies, the 89 movie. Um it was like a foam suit. Yeah, it was and a suit. puppet, you know, like you said, puppetry. Puppetry. Um but I don't know, that's kind of a bygone era now. I don't I don't think that would fly mm-hmm. if they did that now. And it worked at the time, but that doesn't mean that it, it's going to work every time. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think they had to try something new with it. They wanted it to be live action. And so, yeah, I think the only way you can do it, live action, is to try to sell it like you're filming actual mutant, <laughs> mutant turtles in there. And, you know, that doesn't mean their design could have been different. It could've yeah. Been, they could have made them look like whatever. They could have made them look more cute or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they just want him this big hulking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're kind of gross. Things, yeah. But kind of in the way that people that look like that are kind of gross. So I mean, I don't think it's <laughs> you that. know people that look like that. That's yeah, that. if they're all yoked out and veiny, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Stallone in Rocky Six, okay. like he's kind of leathery and veiny, and like he's hard to he's harder to look at. Rocky One Stallone is different than Rocky Six Stallone. Uh, that's true. You know, <laughs> I mean, true. God bless him. It's not his fault, but it's just he's all tightened now and yeah. with the Botox and everything. Like yeah. it's just difficult. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Yeah, so I'm okay with it, but I can see why people are upset offended <laughs> visually offended by them yeah so what did you think of civil war did we get we didn't get your take on it really yeah civil war um it was it was a very good movie it was it was well made it was fun it was uh, fun wasn't it yeah it was fun it was more fun than as much as i liked batman v superman this movie was way more fun yeah, in it, this kind of weird, intangible way that I now get when people go, "Ah, oh, fucking Zack Snyder," he's like, "There's no fun in this movie at all." Yeah, I kind of get it now. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe but it, it was fun, but you know, maybe that's maybe that's all. It, like, there's nothing to that. Maybe that was my criticism of it. Is there's just nothing more to dig out of there? I mean, they're I gonna mean, make ten more of these. Oh well, yeah, they are. <laughs> I mean, that's guaranteed. We've all seen the Marvel slate for the next, like, three years. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing but these. Yeah. And I'll see them, you know. It was, it was good. Oh, shit. I don't know what to say. It's, like, it's like aggravating because it's like, what, I, can't, I can't go and point out, you know. I, like, Batman vs. Superman had a, had a lot more flaws than, mm-hmm. than this movie. Zack Snyder got fired for it. Well, yeah. Yeah, he did. Like, his vision didn't hold up. Had, as my... I'm a Zack Snyder apologist. Zack, <laughs> call me up, baby. We'll get you back on the horse. Zack, Zack Snyder's going to be just fine, all right? Oh, he'll be He's fine. still cashing checks from like oh, 300 or something. He'll be Or fine. the Watchmen or whatever terrible thing he's up to. But yeah, it had a lot more flaws than yeah. this movie. But I like liked that one more. I don't know. There's more... Uh... I got to say, I enjoyed this one a lot. I And I think I enjoyed it a lot more than Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, and then and and I'm a and I'm the biggest Batman fan in the world, and I just still found this one to be much more entertaining. And I have no, I don't really know why. It's kind of an intangible reason why, but I laughed more. The theater cracked up in several oh, different, yeah, in dude. several places. Yeah, um, 
the characters are good. Like Chris Evans is a good actor. And that yeah. moment when he kisses Emily Van Camp and, uh, you know, and then like they, you know, the other two guys kind of oh, nod yeah. at him in the car. I mean, <laughs> that, that was like funny. a really warm, like really good moment. Um, and yeah, like BVS had none of that. I just, it made me see, it, it made me kind of see how dark those Snyder movies are. I mean, yeah. Man of Steel had one joke in it. Do you remember the joke? What is, what is that? So at the end of Man of Steel, when he like brings down the, the uh, drone... Because what's his name wants to find out where he lives. Oh right! And he says something about you're gonna have to. I don't even remember the line. That was the one moment of like of levity in two and a half hours, <laughs> and it looks so. And like you mentioned, it's tonally so weird because yeah. he's he doesn't crack jokes. Right. So in this one, you know, there was just so much warmer to begin with, and so it, like it allowed for a lot more humor. I mean, Ant Man. You know, it's funny, Ant Man. Now that you brought that up. I thought he he fucking stole that thing. And man, Paul yeah. Rudd is already. I mean, Paul. Anything yeah. you put Paul Rudd in, I'll like. <laughs> but he's he's so good. He was really good. I'm shaking your hand too long. <laughs> <laughs> like he was so good that you know I never saw Ant Man. That was one of the standalone ones mm-hmm. I haven't seen. Now that I one's recent go, too. That one's 2015. Yeah, 2015. Now I want to go see it because mm-hmm. I'm like, if that's a whole movie of that, yeah, I'll be down with that. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's too much at that, but see, even you like fun. I do. I, I have no problem with fun. I'm not a terrible soulless person. Uh, I I thought it was fun. And, yeah, Ant Man was great. So, uh, you know what I did like about this movie, and I wish more movies did it because mm-hmm. I think it's a great reveal. Is that the line delivery uh, from "He's my friend" uh, when Captain America says he's he's my friend, and Iron Man said so was I. Yeah. The line delivery and the situation completely different in the trailer than in the movie. I was gonna ask yeah. if you noticed completely that. different, and it, I loved that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because in the trailer he was like, "So was I." So was I. Like kind of sad. Yeah, he's sad. About, yeah, because he's like now at odds. Yeah, and in this one he's like pissed off. Yeah, in the like, actual so movie. Was I. <laughs> you know, yeah. whatever. I don't know, you yeah. need the delivery. Yeah, but uh, I I loved that because you know they shoot takes and takes and takes and takes for all these different things yeah. and to play it differently in the trailer and make it seem a certain way and then actually reveal what it is yeah so much better i wish more movies did that yeah. I, I can only remember maybe three or four that i've ever seen trailer wise that it was different this yeah. one totally different i loved it yeah no i, th- I thought that was good too yeah i'm thinking of, sorry. i was getting distracted i was thinking of the indiana jones 4 line they had in the I think it was the same in the trailer. I can't remember where he's like, you know, uh, you're a teacher. It's like part time. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was just like this, like the most terrible delivery. And like they had another take because I saw it somewhere that was better, and they chose part time. Well, I don't. Know. Oh god. Well, you know, Harrison kind of phones it in these days. Well, yeah, that's true. I don't want to get. I don't want to derail us here but it just made me think of that because that was in the trailer and it was i think in the trailer it was better and mm. then in the actual movie it was like part-time <laughs> which is just the worst i don't know anything about acting but i know that's bad <laughs> well you know when it doesn't work <laughs> yeah, yeah true. Oh. uh i really liked uh spider-man in this movie dude spider-man was great yeah but Sp- this was spider-man done right for me because yeah. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, but like I said in the last episode, I kind of grew out of him oh, a little right, bit. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, this is how he should be done. Yeah. Where I he's agree. he still has kind of a serious motivation, um, and they kind of paid 
you know, the fact that he's like kind of a piece of crap millennial, like the other characters, like, who is this kid? He's yeah. annoying. So that was kind of a, I'm, I guess I'm easily won over by, uh, <laughs> by dialogue like that. Yeah. And that they recognize that Spider-Man is kind of this young, annoying punk. Right. Uh, but I liked him a lot and I like that he makes his webbing again. Yeah. You know, that's right. It just doesn't just form it out of it. Yeah. No, that, I think that was, that's kind of Spider-Man to me. And mm-hmm. that was a cool it was a cool to see that Spider-Man, yeah. you know, on the screen. With that the, he's a genius. Yeah. And just like, he's a, he's a really athletic genius. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, you know, going toe to toe with everybody. That was cool. Mm. Um, that was kind of the highlight. I think of the movie for me mm. was seeing, was seeing Spider-Man in there, mixing it up with, and you know, doing his lines and, you know, yeah. <laughs> like quirky kind of, that was, that was my favorite part of the movie. And, uh, and then just seeing uh, probably the end fight with with Iron Man and Captain America and oh, Winter yeah. Soldier. That was, that was the most like emotional high high point. Should we review it? Are we doing out of ten? That's our thing. We could do it out of ten. Okay. I give it an eight. I I also give it an eight, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny. I didn't even because... think you liked it that much. No, I did like it. Um, it just didn't scratch you where you itched necessarily. Right, right. It's just a solid eight. I think it's an eight. I, I really liked it. And maybe because I went in with lower expectations, and so I'm like, oh, that was way better than I expected. I liked it. It's an eight. I'd go see it. As many of you have. I think it's already at the billion dollar mark. <laughs> I if not, so. it's it's or, or if it or it's close. Yeah. So you don't need us to tell you to see it because you've already seen it. In fact, we're a month late. But I'd see it. Yeah, go see it. Everyone wants it. Like, when's Transformers 5 come out? Oh, yeah. That's like June 2017 or something already. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, like all of those big time. Are you going to be working on that? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> that might come through. It might. <laughs> when, uh, do you know, did did you guys do uh, Civil War? Uh, I was not on that project. Well, you weren't. Yeah. Was it in-house? Yes. Okay. Because yeah. Iron Man 3 left, didn't they? Or did they get some shots? They got some shots done from a... From a Chinese knockoff. <laughs> Wait, can I say that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. Yeah, about that. from some uh, sweatshop effects house. <laughs> uh, well, would they bring it back? Like, how does that? Like, if Michael Bay says Transformers, you guys are too expensive. Um, uh, but then it looks funny. Would d- does he come back, or is that usually like production has left? You're not going to get it again. Um. I guess it depends on, it depends. I mean, it, just how it goes and, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, I mean, they can shop their movies wherever they want. Mm-hmm. Did just, you guys do Bridge of Spies? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Not like your London version? No, I don't think so. Ah, oh, Spielberg left. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that sucks. You guys work so well together. Don't you think? Uh, yes. Jurassic Park? Oh, well, yeah. Jurassic Park. Etc. <laughs> it's the the darling of the yeah. visual effects world. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, War of the Worlds? Yeah, yeah. That was freaking great. Yeah, it was. Is this too specific? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Did you work on War of the Worlds? No. I thought that was great. I thought the effects in that were killer. I, th- I thought so, too. Yeah. It looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Is Spielberg still good? 
Did you see War Horse? No. I have a thing against horse movies. Uh, so I don't see horse movies either. Okay, and you good. saw Bridge of Spies. Yeah, I did see Bridge of Spies, unfortunately. And you've told me you were not so favorable on that one. Hot garbage. <laughs> Steven Spielberg made a movie that can be just described as hot garbage. Yeah, yeah. I That's know. crazy. It, 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 it pains me, too. Because yeah. it looked awesome. I was like, you know, an espionage movie, that's... That's, That's one right of my up your buttons. Alley. Right? Cold War, Cold War period. Yeah, Cold War period espionage film. Yeah, check, check. Steven Spielberg, check. Yeah. Tom Hanks, yeah. check. I'm, I'm in. And yeah. then it was just like, oh, well, maybe this is another. Pod- <laughs> this is another podcast. <laughs> maybe we should. I'll finally see it, and we can do one on it. We could, but or it's we just, can do like all of Steven Spielberg and kind of ra- and maybe rank. Yeah. But just was not working. Mm. It was just boring. You know. Is he old and sappy? Like, has he just lost his touch? He doesn't seem to have a lot of edge to him anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think he has that much edge. Would anymore. he make Jaws today? No. That's got to be young, bloodthirsty. I want to make it in Hollywood. Kind of a. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Could he make Jaws today? Could he? Could he make Jurassic Park today? No, because if I don't, you had him directing the movie, could he make Saving Private Ryan today? I don't know. I'm not sure he could. I don't think he could, because I mean, Jurassic Park. I mean, he made Lost World mm-hmm. like right after that. It still wasn't the same. No, you know. So I mean, even the same crew, the same mm-hmm. effects, the same director, most of the same cast, most of the same cast. Well, not Goldblum. Yeah, Gold, not long. I guess after. none of the same cast. Yeah. Based on a Crichton novel, mm-hmm. well, very loosely. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they had source material. It wasn't like the third one. You mm-hmm. know? And they couldn't, and they still couldn't, they couldn't replicate it. So it might have been one of those lightning in a bottle kind of situations for I wonder Jurassic Park. They just, everything kind of comes together. It's, sometimes the great films are like that. Everything just comes together perfectly. But they happen so often for him. Saving Private Ryan. They were. Yeah. Jaws. I Jurassic know. Park. And he served as executive producer on countless other, like, monster movies, like, stuff that's right up his alley. No, he's made, like, some of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Maybe that's why it, it pains me <laughs> so much yeah. to see a movie like Bridge of Spies where, okay, it's not the subject matter. Mm-hmm. It's not the acting. It's not... What is it? The script? Maybe the script? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Because he should be... Like not taking that script, he's Steven Spielberg. He can turn down whatever he wants, you know. He's probably, All right, I'm gonna watch it. Watch it. I'm gonna watch it, and we'll do a we'll do a show on Spielberg. Because, like you said, yeah. I mean, the whole, one of the movies that got me into acting, and I, and it's not even a movie that I think holds up very well today. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people think it does, but just so uh, when I was five years old, my dad put um, E.T. on yeah. on like VHS. And I remember sitting behind my dad. We were like laying on the on the floor of our living room, and I remember like sitting behind him, watching it like a freaking wide eyed, a wide eyed. Uh, who's that painter? Uh, Norman Rockwell. Oh, Rockwell. it was like a freaking Norman Rockwell, oh, yeah. like a son and his father watching. <laughs> yeah, you know some movie. And I was like, and that movie got me into movies, like for the rest of my life. Wow. And so, uh, so that Spielberg to me, E.T. and. Uh, but I don't. But E.T. is is not my favorite Spielberg movie at all. Oh, okay. Um, and like I said, I don't think it holds up very well today. Yeah. Um, but uh, so it 
kind of sucks that he's getting old and like losing his touch. Yeah. And I hate even saying that about him. I know. But like yeah. I didn't see war. I don't see horse movies. So I didn't see War Horse. I'm, I'm glad you're with me on this. Can we horses talk about are not horse athletes. For horses are not actors. Horses no. are not interesting. Horses do not experience drama. No. <laughs> they do not experience human emotion. There is nothing interesting about a horse. I'm sorry. No. Here, let me let me lay down a preview right here <laughs> for every horse movie ever made. Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> Ready? In a world where there's a horse that cannot be trained. There's a kid or a girl or a man, doesn't matter, that just somehow has a special touch. Hey, you don't go near that horse. That horse is wild. That horse is too wild for That you, horse is too wild. No, no. Oh, well, look at that. Well, dang he'll Look, he's petting that horse. He ain't wild no more. Okay. Then he's like riding the horse. The horse, it's like, okay, the horse, he's just a regular horse. He's a, uh, a weak horse. He's, he's a bum. He's a bum horse. <laughs> and he does the most amazing feat ever. He jumps across a trench line. He he wins the Kentucky Derby. He yep, against all odds. He medicine and comb to somebody against all odds. And that, would you, would, you, would you guess it? At the end, the horse, something bad happens to the horse, people. <laughs> something bad's going to happen to the horse. The horse... They're going to have to put the horse down. And you're my best friend, horse. You're the best damn horse there ever was. But now you're dead. The end. Horse movie. Disney's Sea Biscuit <laughs> Criteriot Black Beauty. Yeah, it's, it's everyone. Stop making it. Stop making them, people. We've seen it. I mean, I like horses, you know? They're fine. They're fine. <laughs> you know? I'm not saying I like, like dog I hate movies horses. either, to be honest. But I like th- they're much more palatable than horse movies. Oh. Actually, I take that back. I love several dog movies. Yeah, horse movies are terrible. <laughs> horse movies are terrible because it's always the plot. <laughs> Just that uh, horse is too wild, Joe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll never ride that horse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or he's too small. He'll never win that race. Yeah, it's always that. Always. Uh, there's always a scene, probably, of like riding without a saddle. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Or like you said, he throws a shoe and his leg is broken. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's glue now. <laughs> it's like, no, he'll heal because he's an athlete. Yeah. This horse means too much to this revolution. It's like, no, he doesn't. No, he's just a horse. <laughs> That's the sad. You know. No, it doesn't. I hate this movie. Uh, just yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, I skipped War Horses. That's once it has horse in the title, are you pretty much out? Oh yeah. What if it was Saving Private Ryan? What if it was Saving Private Ryan, but but Tom Hanks rode a horse the entire movie? Oh, and it was called like, what would it be called? War Horse. (laughs) (laughs) It's called War Horse. (laughs) That was that is not the plot of War Horse. War Horse is like when a Broadway play or something. Yeah, yeah. but what if it was Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> and there just happened to be a horse in it? No, because well, the called. horse would have to play a significant part in yeah, it. Yeah, no. Let's say, let's say, I'm out. Let's say the horse is too wild to be an army horse, <laughs> but Tom Hanks has a special touch and rides it to save Saving Private to save Private Ryan on that Alamo Bridge. Oh, that's terrible. That's pretty bad. No, I'm Tom out. Hanks is shot. He's doubled over in the saddle. Yeah, and that horse gets him back. Yeah, it, to safety. It nudges him with his with its snout. Uh huh. And he's like, oh. 
And he climbs on yeah. with like one arm over the bullet wound. <laughs> And the horse knows to ride him back to yeah. our lines and get him yeah. and get him to like the war hospital. Exactly. And it's a slow-mo shot. <laughs> He's like <laughs> with the bullets go the bullets yeah, the, and the bombs the, going the up. Artillery <laughs> Slow-mo. And he's he's <clears throat> hanging over the horse and and the, the mane is flowing so majestic. So majestic as the sun crests over the horizon. Oh, man. They're majestic animals, Joe. What, what's wrong with us? <laughs> I, I don't know. We're describing a lot of people's favorite movie right now. I know. I'm sorry. Well, you can hit the dislike and unsubscribe <laughs> buttons if you like horse movies. I'm sure they did movies. that already. <laughs> no, don't do it. Terrible. She really was my friend Flicka. <laughs> So uh, tune in next week for um, an all horse. Yeah, episode. so war horse next week episode four. We'll dissect it frame by frame. <laughs> all horse goodness next episode. <laughs> so majestic. Oh, there's just the majesty. The majesty. What a powerful animal. Oh man, you're telling me. <laughs> all right, Joe. That, right. Let's wrap it up for episode three here. Uh, so we'll. Uh, so thanks for listening. That's episode three. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and on uh, SoundCloud. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, and uh, you'll never ride that horse. So just <laughs> give up now, people. It's too wild. It's too wild. Part time. <laughs>